Jesus, show us the Father. And Jesus says to Philip, oh, Philip. I'm going to exaggerate on this. Oh, Philip, Philip, Philip. How long have I been with you and you don't recognize me? If you see Jesus, you have seen the Father, not in all of his radiance and glory, but he's the exact representation of God's radiance and glory, Hebrews 1.3. So you can see God. I've seen Jesus in, 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 in dreams. I've seen him in one dream five times. I can't tell you what his face like looked like. I can tell you by the robe he wear, was wearing who he was. I'm still alive. That was 44 years ago. I'm still alive. I saw him. And that makes me know that he exists. And not just that time, but many times. Listen, Jacob was just renamed here Israel. Jacob means deceiver, subplanter. Israel, God has renamed him Israel, which means governed by God. This is a picture of being born again in the Old Testament. He didn't really know God before. He knew of him, but he didn't know him until tonight, until he wrestled with God. And then he saw him face to face, and his life was preserved. I'm going to tell you what, some of you Christians out there, you know of God, but do you know God? Do you know God? Do you know who he is to the point where you, you begin to use his name in vain and you catch yourself and say, I'm not saying that. And if you get it out, your heart grieves because you know him and you just took his name in vain. It's time for you Christians that have been sitting in church in a chair and just wasting your time and saying, man, is it time to go to Burger King yet? Time to go to Burger King yet? Wake up and get off of your hiney and get to work for the kingdom of God. For Jesus said, pray that thy kingdom come and thy will be done as it is, as it is in heaven. And you're sitting on your duff. What good is that? Bringing the kingdom to God, the kingdom to earth. What good is it? Unless you're doing something. Are you teaching? Are you using your gift of exhortation or your teaching ability or your preaching ability or your missionary hunger for the souls of men? It's time to wake up, church. Again, that's what my book called, About Face, a wake-up call for the church. It's time for us to wake up time for us to wake up. We've been sitting in complacency too long and I showed you from my Vietnam experiences and if you read that book that I have, well, it's going to come out months from now, I'm sure, but I could tell, I told you about three or four times I almost got killed because I was complacent. Stupidity. It's stupid to be complacent. It's foolish to be complacent. Jacob has just changed. He's wrestled with God face to face. And some of you out there are wrestling with God face to face yourself. 
You know that you're supposed to ask Jesus Christ into your heart, but you're saying, I'm afraid to. I don't want to get out of the pew and come down to the front and accept Jesus because all these people will see me, and I don't want them to see me that I'm humbled, I'm repentant, I'm forsaking my sin. Oh, my goodness, church. Wake up. Wake up. God appears to Jacob. I have seen God face to face, and I'm still alive. You can see God face to face by looking at Jesus. You might be looking in a mirror dimly, but you're going to see God in all of his glory through a mirror. Because of God's majesty, we just can't see him as we dwell in this flesh. We'll be consumed. There's two purposes for his struggle. There's the physical purpose. God dislocated his, ho- his, his uh, hip as a constant reminder of this here moment when he was to be born again, changed from a deceiver a subplanter to a man who is governed by God. Are you governed by God? Am I? I hope so. It's a physical reminder, just like Paul, I said. That thorn in the flesh was to remind him of the Damascus Road so he would never forget, and he never did. He went to his death remembering the, 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 the Damascus Road. And there's a spiritual reason to humble him. God creates a new man out of Jacob from nothing. Bara. God cripples Jacob, puts his hip out of joint. By the way, do you know that the hip joint is the strongest joint in your body? It's the strongest joint in your body. I don't think God, I think God did that on purpose. So he could know that you know that he's stronger than you. It makes him immobile. He can't run anymore. He used to run away. He used to run away from from Esau. He ran away from his father. He ran away from Laban a few chapters ago. He left Laban. He took his, his family and just left. He's running away again. He probably would have ran away from this confrontation except God told him to go back and he finally is beginning to learn how to listen to God and that's what we should do. Listen to God. God makes him so he can't run anymore. That's his past. Now his future is he's going to be a man of God, governed by God. Jacob never walked the same again. God conquered Jacob. And made him a new man, a new creation. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. The old things have passed away, and all things have become new. 2 Corinthians 5.17 Jacob has been remade. All things have become new to him. Did I mention Sunday, and I'll end with this. 
I believe I will. Well, maybe a few more things. L, E-L, is the name of God in the singular sense. Elohim, I told you, in Genesis 1-1, is the plural name of God. That opens up room for the Trinity. L means God. That's his name in the singular. The angels that were sent to earth was Michael and Gabriel. And if you read other scriptures, which are not in the, not scriptures, but if you read other history, you'll see there's another angel in those books called Raphael. And then we see men in the Bible like Joel, and we see Ezekiel, and we see Samuel, and we see Daniel, and Emmanuel, and and Peniel, and Bethel, and Israel. I mentioned on Sunday, I think when we get our new name according to the Word of God in, Gen- in Revelation chapter 2 or chapter 3, we're going to be given a new name. I have a feeling that it's going to na- be, be, our names are going to end in E-L because we're of God. We are of the one and the only God. I was meditating on this. I said, what would my name be since my name is Joe? I said, Joel. <laughs> Or Joseph L. I don't know. Maybe God's going to give me a completely new name because that's what that scripture says. Might be completely different. I don't know. But listen. Notice, church, that Jacob's wrestling was initial, I can say, initiated by God. So if you're wrestling with God out there or in this church, God has initiated it. And it's time for you to surrender. Do you hear me? It's time for you to surrender. You can get on your knees right now out there. And you can call upon the name of the Lord and you shall be saved. You can believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved, says Acts 16.31. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. No, not a head knowledge of Jesus Christ, a heart knowledge of him. Because Jacob had a head knowledge of God. He didn't have a heart knowledge of God till he wrestled with him. And he didn't really, God didn't rename him until Jacob strived with him. And it's time for you to surrender. And Jacob finally surrendered to him after he blessed him and renamed him Israel. Governed by God. I hope you get the message out there tonight. I hope you get the message in here tonight. And I hope anybody that listens to this on the air or online, you know, if they come to our website, I hope they get the message. It's time to surrender to God. And that's as simple as it gets. Quit pretending to be a Christian. Be a Christian and believe with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, and with all your strength. If you confess with your mouth Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. 
from the consequences of your sin, which is separation from God in hell. To God be the glory for this message. Let's pray, and I'll let you go. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray that you direct this message right to the hearts of the men, the women, the children, the atheists out there that are going to listen to this message, and that they would surrender their life to you, that your Holy Spirit would give them courage to say, yes, 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 I want Jesus. And like myself, let it be the greatest day of their life, the day they accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Repeat after me. Father, I believe Jesus is your son. I believe he died and is risen the third day. I confess my sins before you. I repent of them. I forsake them. And I ask you to send your Holy Spirit into my life to give me conquering power over my sin that I might live with you forever in your kingdom. I pray this with all of my heart. In Jesus' name, I pray, Father. Amen and amen. To God be the glory. I love you all. I'll talk to you. See you Sunday, 10 a.m. Tune in. God bless you all.